Cheers. Yes, this is happening. Hey, guys. Hola. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Llorona Pero Chingona. Bienvenidos. Um, the reason why you're hearing another voice is because we are rebranding. Llorona Pero Chingona is getting a glow up. Hey. <laughs> um, so there have been a lot of changes um, that we're making. For example, we hired a producer, hey, 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 Hando, Hando in the house. And we also have the new co-host, Edith. Um, and the reason why I've made these changes is because your girl needed help, y'all. Um, it's with two jobs and doing this all by myself or not having the experience I need of producing and planning a wedding and also planning my wedding and engagement party and all that. It has become stressful. And so I really wanted to stick to this and I decided to get some help. And Edith was more than excited to join the Yorona Pero Chingona team and well, I don't know if Hando's excited about it. <laughs> he was either excited or forced to. <laughs> the world may never know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, Edith, what would you say is the purpose for our podcast? Just being here, being ourselves, showing who we are, trying to connect with our people out there. Um, new people, people that we know, whoever, and also letting them know that lloramos, pero también somos bien chingonas. Yes. Oh no. Yes. Right. Si lloramos. Um, aquí si lloramos. Um, also we're here to bring light to the challenges and the beauty of being first generation, um, and connecting with other first generation individuals that have come to this country or were brought to this country and share that struggle with us and share that experience with us. And so we're wanting to bring in and connect with all of those people who, who relate to this um, because that's what we want to focus on is you're not alone. We're all in this together. And I want this to be more of, or we want this to be more like educational and fun. Um, most yeah. important fun because la vida tiene que ser feliz, right? And there's going to be moments that are hard. And I know that maybe some of the topics that we discuss later in the future, some of you are going to connect and we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear everything that how you connect, how you can relate to us, how your experience, your your story and everything. So I'm really excited to be part of this with Yesi and I'm very, very grateful that I'm here today and I thank her so much and I am very excited because this is something that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> so this is very great. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I didn't know I needed this is why well. I think like this is also going to bring our friendship into a whole nother level. And I love that for us. I don't know that the other girls will love that for us, but we love that for us. <laughs> <Que soporte>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Llorona Pero Chingona, the reason why I love this name and have always 
I guess I've always considered myself to be a Llorona. I self-identify as a Llorona, right? Um, but that pero chingona brings in, in this aspect of we may cry, we may feel all those strong feelings, and it's okay because we still do things that are challenging and we still mm-hmm. overcome those things that are challenging and we still, you know, somos chingonas. Like we, nosotros hacemos lo que podemos y si no podemos, todavía estamos. Yeah, you're right. Definitely. And I can agree with that. I mean, I can say that life hasn't been easy. I've been knowing Yessie for many, many years and we both been through a lot and a lot, a lot, (laughs) and definitely I am a very crybaby. You can ask our producer, aka my brother. I am such a crybaby for everything. I am such an emotional person and I am okay with it. I have learned to be okay with being an emotional person. And that's why I love this purpose of the podcast because there's so many, I know that there's so many people out there who are Yoronas and I want you to, I want to tell you guys that it's okay to cry. You're not weak. It's making you stronger. Just know that. And I am very excited and about showing our vulnerability with you guys, but mm-hmm. also showing our strengths. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, I think there is a great strength in showing the vulnerability that we feel. I, I think even for for us and like our friend group, it can be really hard to be vulnerable sometimes mm-hmm. un- unless, you know, you are the vulnerable person in, in the group. In the group. <laughs> um, it, it can be hard to, you know, after you're, you go like months without seeing your best friends and getting back together and then having to get out of that fun zone and go into this vulnerable state can mm-hmm. be a little challenging. And there is a beauty in it and there is a lot of strength in it. And we want to encourage other first generation Latinas that you are able to be vulnerable with us. If it's not with your people, let it be us. Let us be that. Those girls for you. Let us be, mm-hmm. you know, the primas, the hermanas, amigas, amigas las comadres. Let us be those comadres for you where we're, you're able to share those, that vulnerability with us and just know that you are a chingona. Also, I still have two dogs. so You're still going to be hearing a lot of them. <laughs> but I'm really excited and for us to connect more, not only both of us together, but with our listeners, with the people out there, whoever is listening. and show everyone else not only Yoronas but I'm pretty sure there's some Yoronas out there and Mm -hmm. letting them know that it is okay to cry even though you're a guy it just makes you stronger just know that yeah I agree it doesn't make you any weaker Mm -hmm. so Edith and I have been friends for a long time now Do you want to share? Do you want to share where where we met? Ten years. Yeah, exactly. This this summer. Oh um, yeah. This year. This year. Yeah. This August is gonna be ten years since I met Yessie. We both went to Texas State. Um, we used to dorm at Stary. Scary. 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 <laughs> and uh, we click like just magnets. I don't know. Like we just. 
knew that we were meant to be friends. I don't know. But uh, her roommate, it's a really good friend of mine. Shout out Blanca. Uh, She is a really good friend of mine. And she introduced me to Yessi and I was like. Yeah, because I was rooming with Blanca. Yeah. Funny story. Blanca and I. Sorry to interrupt. um, Blanca and I met on Facebook. I don't know if you ever joined that like Facebook group for like incoming freshmen for. I was too scared to join. So I'm like, I am not going to room with a complete stranger. And I did. But she's one of my really good friends. Yeah. So I ended up like posting on there like I need a roommate for scary scary who wants to like join me <laughs> and i think after i posted that blanca posted a similar post and then like i just went and commented on hers and later on once we met she's like I actually posted that hoping that you would message me because i was too afraid to message you <laughs> or i was too shy <laughs> so, so it ended cute. up working out it's so cute and that's i feel like life has this whole way of bringing us together when we have to be together mm-hmm. and i think me and yesi were or yesi and i were that situation where we clicked we roomed together and then after that we became roommates and we did the whole college journey together yeah. we even had a bio class together that we would <laughs> skip to go get burritos Please don't do that at home kids don't skip stay in school <laughs> but we did yeah we would we would wake up at eight in the morning no before eight in the morning you'd go to our 8 a.m class Mm -hmm. twice a week i think no wonder i got fat and then we would we would skip that class at 8 a.m to go get breakfast burritos like across the hall (laughs) i remember almost every time and we ended up dropping that class (laughs) yeah not the best that was first semester we were going wild yeah, it's that kind of moment that I hope we can touch a, this conversation in one of our future um, conversations about being a first gen and going to college, which is very difficult because, I mean, we don't grow up seeing our family going to college. So we were literally mapless out there and we were trying to figure out what to do, where to go, yeah. how to do it. And it's hard. It's yeah. really hard. And I I know that it was a mistake and it was crazy and then skipping class and dropping some classes, but if it weren't a bit for that, I wouldn't have been here with Yessi. So yeah. it worked out. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we do things and they end up working out in the end. But uh, yeah, that's, an, that's another topic to do another day. Um, so we did meet in college and we've, you know, stayed friends since then and it's just been really great to see each other grow at different stages because I think we've we have definitely seen each other in in different stages of life. Like, mm-hmm. like you've definitely seen messy Yessie, <laughs> messy Yessie in college, messy Edith in college, <laughs> messy Edith in college. <laughs> wild, wild. Um, and now we're more responsible we don't party as much we try we're cuffed up you're more than me i'm not married well you soon to be married but not you with me (laughs) 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 anyways um so yeah we've we've been through a lot um but i think it's important to you know share what makes us first gen 
So mm-hmm. I was born in Mexico. At about three months, we moved to the U.S. and I was raised in the Valley. Shout out 956 um, area code. And it was it was sort of like little Mexico. We we. There was Latinos around me everywhere. We spoke Spanish most of the time. Um, of course, we did have the, you know, the the cliques. We had the Mexican Mexicans that spoke mostly Spanish and would go to Mexico every weekend. And then there was the kind of like the people who spoke a lot of English, but then also knew a lot of Spanish. And that's kind of where I was at, kind of like Mexican Mexican, kind of in the middle-ish. And then we had the people that hardly went to Mexico were a lot more Americanized and only spoke English, kind of like those no sabo kids. (laughs) There was a lot of those in the valley, too. Um, But most of us spoke Spanish. And so to me, it was just kind of normal, you know, living, living in the valley. Uh, it, It wasn't such a culture shock until I did end up going to Texas State and I realized like the differences and how different life was for me versus other people. And I don't know, I, I, I think it kind of opened my eyes a lot in a sense. And the assimilation process. Um, I know growing up, like we would go to my grandma's every weekend because we were so close to Mexico. But still, like for my cousins, we were still, I was still too American for my cousins. They would always say, like, ya que eres del otro lado, eres bien fresa, te crees la muy muy. And for the people in school, sometimes I was, you know, seen less than. And I'm, I was also, you know, my family was poor. Like, we lived under the, we were, what is it? our income was, like, less in the poverty line. And so we struggled a lot and I didn't have the nice things that other kids had. So that kind of set me apart as well. And I didn't feel very comfortable around them. I don't know. It was just really weird. Grade school was just really weird for me. And it wasn't until college that I was like, these are my people. I feel comfortable around these people. And I think even then it took me a little bit of time to really feel connected to a lot of people around. I mean, even now I struggle. If people aren't really in my culture, I really do struggle to connect with them just Mm -hmm. because it's different. I didn't grow up with that. It's not normal for me. Um, so that's where I'm, where I'm from and kind of like the lens that I take on as I engage with others and just live my life here and how different, how I guess differently I may see the world than other people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I can, I feel you on that. Um, I was born here in Austin. I am considered a unicorn because there's so many people moving here to Austin. But I was born and raised here. My parents are from San Luis Potosí. And they I can say that I grew there because I grew up there. And I those are my roots because literally, like Jesse just mentioned, there was a point where I couldn't connect with my classmates because I was too too Mexican for them. And then when I will go to Mexico, I was too American for my Mexico friends. So it was, it was tough. I mean, there was a difficult time to like try to connect with my people and try to connect with some friends as well. As you can hear, I have an accent just because Spanish was my, my first language. 
So and I'm very proud of that now because I think that growing up, that was something that it was very an insecurity for me just because I had an accent and they were like, well, you're American. Why why do you have an accent? But now I came to embrace it and I came to be okay with it and kind of like be comfortable with that idea that it is okay for you to have an accent because, you know, multiple language. But there's a point where I... (laughs) You are going to hear me in our future conversations where I'm going to switch off from Spanish to English because I don't know how to say certain things. And I'm going to be like, um, ¿Cómo se llama eso? Or like, ¿Cómo se dice? <laughs> You're going to hear me just switching off back and forth. And that's just who I am. I'm a very Spanglish person. And I am very happy now to be that because that's who I am. And I'm very proud of my roots. I'm pretty, really proud of my friends. And I think that's one of the main reasons why I connected with Yessi because I could relate with her in a way of we didn't, like, we couldn't connect in college. We couldn't connect when we were in in school. But yet again, I mean, I have so many friends from high school that I still keep in touch with that I really love and I really um, admire from their growth as well that. I connected with them because they are the same as me. Like, you know, we're very Spanglish. We're very middle, middle ground, I would say. Yeah. I, I think that's that's kind of where you and I kind of are at. And I think that's mm-hmm. where we meet at sometimes where we weren't really understood by our American peers and we mm-hmm. weren't really understood by like our Mexican family and friends. Yeah. And it's. It's a it's a very fine line of being in the middle of being too much of something for to be completely accepted. And I think the reason why this podcast is so important is because there's so many people that have that same experience. Even now, I would say, you know, and even if you weren't in that middle place where we stand even if it's if you you know you do feel like you're too i don't know like if you do ident- not too but like if you do identify more with being more mexican and you practice more of those culture aspects of being mexican good for you man i wish i i did more of that but it's still hard being in this country and you know sticking to those values and traditions and and things and so it's it like Ida said it is hard and th- I think that's what we want to focus on this podcast is that you're not alone we are here we have this you know similar experiences not the same but similar and we want to grow on that and share that with you guys and I feel like another thing that I want to add on that I feel like there's so many friends who don't relate with us at all and this will be an opportunity for for our friends to connect in a way of like, okay, I understand where, where they're coming from. Or if you have some friends who are similar to us, that way you can understand them in a way of like, okay, now I see why they're this way or why they got offended when I corrected them in a way or whenever I made fun of this or that because everyone's different and, and hopefully you can... I can I see us as a way of advocating for our Latino community in a way of we're here for you to um, to feel supported, I guess, in our non-Latino community so they can educate them as well. 
Yes, I <laughs> I definitely agree. And, you know, we're open for any and all questions. I would like to say, though, like, if you do have a question that you think, like, your friend might take <laughs> as offensive or, you know, is, is just kind of hard to ask, like, email us or contact us or let us know. Um, just because we're, I think, at, to some extent, we're able to separate ourselves from, you know, from it being so personally since we are we are more educational. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also I like I'm a therapist and Edith, you're okay. wanting yeah wanting to become a, a family therapist. therapist. Yeah. Um, so we're very understanding and empathetic. And because we're educational, we 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 want to embrace those people who don't know about our culture or don't know about, you know, assimilation and being first generation in this country. And so we welcome those questions um, open-heartedly just because we're here to educate, man. That's it. <laughs> and we're here to have fun too. I, that's one of the things when Yessi was like, you want to join the podcast? I was like, yes, but I'm a goofball. And if you're okay with that, I mean... I like to talk a lot, which is one of the reasons why I was like, yeah, podcast, you talk. I like to talk. Yes, yes, she does. And and not only that, but it's also something that to make it fun, to make it entertaining, not only for you guys, but it's a beautiful experience that I'm really excited to start on with Yessi and get to know us more and get to know our listeners a little bit more as well. That's why we're asking you guys to share your experiences, share your stories, share your feedback so that we can share with the other listeners who might be on the same boat with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like I'm ready to take this on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that we've talked a lot about is what makes us Lloronas and Chingonas, right? Because one of the things that I really want to focus on is what makes us credible to even be talking about, you know, being first generation and being a Yorona and a Chincona. And I think that for me, I have been called a Yorona my whole entire life. I have always felt my emotions very deeply. I cry for everything. No one can even raise her voice at me because I will immediately just start crying. And people from elementary school and middle school and even high school know this. I am very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just who I am. I haven't grown out of it. I don't know that I ever will. I like to think that I'm very in tune with my emotions and I accept them as they come. So if that means that I start to cry, I will cry. I don't care what people think. So, Well, now I don't care. So I think that makes me credible enough to say that I am a Llorona. Also, I'm a therapist, so I understand a lot about, you know, mental health and, um, you know, how our experiences in life make us who we are. And also, I am clinically a sad bitch so <laughs> there's an there that's another aspect there uh and then what makes me a chingona is literally i i think i've done a lot to consider myself a chingona i have a bachelor's degree i have a master's degree which only about what like four percent of latina women have a Probably. master's degree. I don't know the right statistics, but they sound about right. Right. So 
I have gone from working at a nonprofit with really high trauma things um, or, you know, situations with my clients. I have worked at a school also working with trauma with the homeless population. I have what else? Now I'm working at a private practice, which was hard to kind of go into due to having to wait for a three month gap to fill up, fill up my caseload, which can be hard because, you know, you're missing out on that consistent, secure paycheck that you get every single month or every single two weeks. So that was a little hard. Um, also, I moved to a complete, completely different city by myself at 18 years old where I had never even visited. You know, I, I never even had visited San Marcos when I moved. I was just like, this is the school that I'm going to. And I stuck to my guns and I was like, mom, you need to take me over there. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I think I have done a lot of things to consider myself a chingona. I definitely try to be my most authentic self. And if I, for some reason, am not, you can tell. <laughs> you, I am like a book like what is it called open book i'm like an open book so if you like if you come to me and i am not feeling you you will know not in a rude way well most of the time not in a rude way but you will know sometimes (laughs) sometimes in a rude way i try (laughs) i have grown okay um but i think that's what makes me a chingona as well i love this i just think about the time that Yes, he was like, well, you want to join the podcast? Why are you a Yorona? Why are you Chingona? And I really stick to the question because I was like, hmm, I mean, I'm a Yorona for sure because I cry in those sad movies when something like, really? Are you really crying for that? You can even ask my sister. She laughs at me crying at like the nonsense part of the movie. You're like, well, I can't believe you're crying. But I'm just, I feel like, Growing up, I used to see it as a weakness, like I said earlier, because, I mean, I used to be the one crying because they were screaming at me. My parents were screaming at me or because um, I didn't like, you know, they were trying to correct me. I sounded like it was my way of reaction. But now I see it as a way of an emotional response that I can say, yeah, like, you know, I cried because I connected or I cried because I didn't like it or I cried because I want to, right? Like the song, oh, can cry because I want to. So that I, I feel like I'm definitely a Yorona. I normally call it a Chiona. That's what I've been called growing up, Chiona, but Yorona is pretty much the same. And a Chingona, I mean, I'm a first gen. I'm the oldest out of three. Um, I went to college with ESE. I only have a bachelor's degree. I'm in the process of getting my master's, hopefully, in the future. And I also work for a nonprofit. Um, growing up, I mean, there were times where I had to figure it out. Working three, four jobs at a time, making ends meet. <laughs> it yeah. was tough. It was really, really tough. And I cheer you on to whoever's out there working to jobs day and night you got it and you will get to where your goal is at and you will get that car you will get that house you will get whatever you want 
because I mean, sometimes it seems really far away, but once you're there, it's that proud moment where I feel right now, um, I feel like I am not where I want to be, but I am right where I have to be. Yeah, I'm really excited. And I feel like that, that is chingona enough to be here today. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> so, you a whole, a whole, you're like a whole ass homeowner now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, guys, we're in that level of adulthood. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited for us to show other Yoronas, other Chingonas or other Yoronas and Chingonas that they can connect with us. Um, So pretty much um, what you can expect in our future episodes, uh, people coming in into our podcast who share their experience. Yes, we um, actually went to an event this past weekend where we met a couple of people that we want to interview. So we have realtors, we have lawyers, we have um, other podcast Mm -hmm. individuals. Finance advisors. Yeah, finance advisors that we want to bring on to the podcast to kind of talk about this experience that, you know, that we each have. And also provide resources for for everyone, um, even for us, because <laughs> we need it. We definitely we need do. those. <laughs> so I, I think those things are very important. And I really want to have those conversations and really go there and share kind of like our experiences with all of that. Um, so, yeah, sometimes we'll have people on to do interviews. And then other times it'll just meet, be Edith and I, where we talk about us, us. <laughs> yes, us. So don't get tired of us. <laughs> you will know us. Like, yes, he said it will be open books before For you sure. know it. So definitely stay tuned. We have interesting topics to talk about. Yeah. And if there's any topics that you guys want to talk about, please let us know. You can connect to our Twitter at LPC underscore pod. (laughs) So it's capital L, capital P, capital C underscore pod. And then you can also hit us up on Instagram at Yorona Pero Chingona pod. And then our email will be in the description of our episode. So. If you do have any questions or do have any experiences that you want to share or like if you need any advice at all too, please let us know. Hit us up. We are excited to talk to you guys and connect more with you guys. Definitely. And just send them to your friends, to your family, to your neighbors. Share, share, share. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. (laughs) Please let us know um, what you want to hear more of because this podcast not only is it for us, but it's mostly for you guys. Mm -hmm. We want to connect with you. We want to hear what you like, what you dislike, what you want to hear more of. And remember, acuérdense que aquí aquí si lloramos.